Jesus. I don't know why, no? I need to preach, and I need to preach in another language. So, I will tell you the truth. I'm praying for the Lord give me the, the gift, the spiritual gift of the tongue, so I can talk. Sometimes I think and I say, oh, Lord, I want, I want to talk very good in English. So, <laughs> thank you. Well, this, tonight we want to talk, I want to share with you a couple it's something God put in my heart, and, and talking about, uh, it's a challenge for me uh, every day, trying to read more in English, learn more uh, pronunciation. My, my wife has helped me with all the, the grammatical things, that, and, uh, and God put this message in my heart, uh, talking about the commitment, you know, when you are committing to do something, uh, you can't give up. You can say, Lord, I can't do it. I can't, uh, I can't do it. I remember when Moses, remember you, when God called Moses, and Moses said, Lord, I can't talk. I can't, I can't say nothing. And, and the Lord said, I'm with you. So tonight I want to I wanna share with you uh, this phrase. I, I like this phrase. Say, an army of volunteers will never be enough like a single committed man to finish the job. And uh, for that reason, tonight I want to talk about the commitment. I want to talk about, and let's read with me, please, Luke chapter 16, verse 10. And after that, Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. If you have in the Bible, we have in the screen too. The Word of God say. He that is a faithful in that which is least is faithful also much. And he that is unjust in the least, in the unjust also in much. His Lord say unto him, Matthew 25, 21, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. And tonight I want to talk about uh, committed to the mission. And dear brother, we had, uh, we are living in this world when the people, they don't like be uh, committed with anything. Now we, we have, uh, in, in Argentina, for example, we had uh, kids, they start to study in the college and they study for one year and after that they come and say, no, I don't like this. I want to do other things. And all the time they are jumping in different places because they don't want a commitment. And, uh, and we had sometimes the same problem in the Christianity. And many of us, one day we receive Christ in our heart. We are safe, but we don't want a commitment with the Lord. And uh, tonight I want to talk about this, committed to the mission. And the verse uh, we were talking will be in Second Timothy chapter two, verse three through six. But first, let's pray. Dear God, thank you for your word. Thank you because it's not about the preacher. It's not about it. us. It's about you. Please talk to our heart. We want to hear your voice. We want to learn your word, and take action in our life. In Jesus Christ, we pray, amen. 
And let's with me read, please, Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 6. And the, the Bible says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth uh, entangleth himself with uh, the affair of this life, that he may please him who hath choose him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for masteries, masteries uh, years, yet is he not a crown except he strive lawfully. The husbandman that labyrinth must be first partaker of the fruits. Consider what I say, and the Lord give the understanding in all the things. And tonight I want to talk about committed to the mission. And we will see three examples in this passage about how we need to be committed. And uh, we will see three examples. The first will be like a soldier. The second one, like an athlete. And the third, like a laborer. And the first example is we need to be a commitment to the mission like a soldier. And the verse uh, 3 and 4, the Bible says that therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And Paul used this example about a soldier. And he said, we need to be commitment uh, to the mission like a soldier. And when I was reading this verse, the Apostle Paul, he uh, talking about be like a soldier, he would say, we need to be endure hardness and tell himself only with the mission and elise him who choose him. And he's talking about devotion. He's talking about a devote. Uh, I don't know if you have the opportunity to be in the army, uh, but when you are in the army, when you are a soldier, you are commitment to obey to your superior. And they are devoted. Uh, the other day I was talking with one man. He, he's an, uh, a veteran. And he was telling me all this story about the, the, the war and how they would so decide to give his life to his country. And uh, that's part of what Paul is tr- trying to say. We need to be commitment to the mission like a soldier. Uh, we need to be uh, disposed to sacrifice ourselves to our missions. We need to be brave. Uh, Paul say, endure hardness. You need to be uh, ready to suffer because uh, be part of this mission. You need to be ready to suffer and you need to be ready to uh, put your focus in the Lord and know uh, entangle with the word. And he say, entangle himself, uh, the, the good soldier, they live for uh, the army or for their mission, the 24-7. And uh, Paul say, and he, Paul say, and he is uh, pleasing all the time who chose him. He's trying to be all the time obedient to uh, who chose him. And Paul used this uh, analogy talking about we need to be commitment to the Lord like a soldier, devote. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, uh, the Bible says, no man can serve two masters. And many times we are not commitment like soldiers. We are, uh, supposedly we are soldiers of the Lord, 
but we don't want to obey the Lord. We don't want to do what the Lord has caused. And the Bible says no man can serve uh, to two masters. No, and no man can serve two masters. And uh, Paul say we need to be like uh, soldiers. We need to be like a soldier. We need to be devoted. We need to uh, have passion uh, for these missions. But the second example, what Paul talked, is be like an athlete. And he used these couple words in Second Timothy chapter 5. And he said, and if a man also strive for masterize, yet is he crowned except he strive lovely. And he used this analogy about this uh, athlete is running or it's fighting for the crown. But if he don't fight lovely, he can get that crown. And uh, Paul is talking about we need to be like an athlete. Uh, and it's not talking about our external life because a couple of us don't look like an athlete, no? <laughs> but, but, but it's talking about we need to be like an athlete, talking about we need to be uh, disciplined in our life. I remember when uh, one Christmas I was visiting a family in Argentina, and this Christmas, so we was eating there, and before they bring the food, and they had, I don't know, uh, we celebrate Christmas in nine, knowing the early, you know, it's not a, a, a lunch, it's a supper. So it was a huge supper, and every, everything was prepared to the, for this uh, uh, supper. And in one moment, somebody said, hey, wait, my cousin is coming to, to celebrate with us. So we wait for him, and he come, and it was a really skinny guy, really skinny. So he come and sit with me. So I was so excited for the food and, and I said, okay, well, it's Christmas, good food. So when we was waiting for that, uh, we pray for the food and, and the, uh, the people would invite me, ask me about, okay, what do you want? I want to serve you. And I said, okay, I want this, I want meat, I want chicken, I want potato and I want everything. So he put it in my plate, it was huge. And he asked to the other guy and he said, no, I, I only want uh, lettuce and uh, uh, half and tomatoes, and uh, a little piece of chicken with any uh, scheme. So when I look at this guy, I say, what? And he said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a runner. A runner? I'm a runner. And uh, I am preparing myself to a uh, competition. And I say, but we are on Christmas. <laughs> and he said, yeah, but when you want to win, when you want to go to the finish line, you need to be disciplined. And that made me think about that. Uh, in the Christian life, it's the same thing. Paul say, we need to be commitment to the mission like a soldier. We need to be ready to be obedient to the Lord. We need to be ready to sacrifice ourselves. We need to be ready to be sane and, and holy and, and live with the Lord all the time. But we need to be like... Uh, an athlete, discipline, and a life. We can have shortcuts, no shortcuts. And we live in time when people love shortcuts. Who don't love shortcuts? I love, you know? But in the Christian life, we can do that. And you have people, they receive Christ, and in two months, they want to be leaders in the church, and this and that, and, and, and they want to jump, you know, with all kids have the same thing. I have a, 
I married when I was 30 years old, but I have friends in Salta because we are counseling people, and they had 18 years old and they weren't married. And, and they say the same phrase all the time. I don't have time. And then one, two, three, and five years, I need to be, I need to finish my degree. I need to be married. I need to do this and this. And all the time, they are, they are trying to have these shortcuts. And Paul say, no shortcut. You need to run lovefully. You need to run lovefully. And, uh, and the Christian life is the same. If we don't read the Bible, we can grow. If we don't memorize the verse in the Bible, we can grow in our Christian life. And sometimes we are Christians and, and we spend many years in the church, but we never read the Bible. I, I, the pastor the other day talking about how many he read the Bible. I read once a year and he read like three, year, three in a year. And I, I challenge myself and say, I need to read more. And you can grow up if you don't read the Bible. You can grow up if you don't study the Bible. Because no, we, can, we can't uh, have shortcuts. But like an athlete, we need to prepare. We need to train. And uh, it's very important for us to understand uh, we need to be commitment like an athlete, discipline. Maybe you need to w- wake up early to read your Bible. Maybe you need to uh, take time in your, to, to spend with God. But we need to be like an athlete. Uh, because an athlete needs train. Uh, I remember when I, I was a kid in the school, we have this, uh, how do you call when they run here like many miles? Cross country. Cross country. Well, we don't call cross country because we don't run for the country, like <laughs> cross the country. But they, we have this huge uh, race. And I remember uh, training in the school for, for race uh, we had this competition in, for the older school, and everybody was training. Every Saturday, all the, the kids were training, and me and another friend was playing the video games and, and doing the stuff. But the day for the competition, when they start, we was the, the last in, in there. And uh, sometimes, to not be embarrassed, we start to do like, oh, oh my legs, my legs. But it was no training. In the Christian life, we have the same problem sometimes. Shortcuts, no training, but we need to be like an athlete. And Paul say, you need to be like an athlete. For example, we can read in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. But a strong man below, below it to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their sense exercised to discern both good and evil. And in the Christian life, it's the same. You are exercised. When you read the Bible, when you have the, the fellowship or you have this intimacy with the Lord, you are making exercise. And you are growing. And, and God gives you more. Uh, you can see better things because you are growing. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, and you know this verse, but I keep under my body and bring into subjection, less than be any man means when I have preached to others, and I, my, I myself shall be a castaway. And, and Paul say, uh, I discipline myself. And, and 
You can be a, a Christian for many years, and you need to every day discipline yourself. Every day. Paul say, I, I need to discipline myself, my body, because I am a preacher. I preach. I, I need to discipline myself. And for that reason, we need to understand, we need to be like an athlete, disciplined. This phrase say, everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of change himself. And sometimes we have big dreams. Oh, we want to change the world. We want to be, but we need to start change ourselves. So Paul used this first two analogy, be commitment like a soldier, be ready to sacrifice, be ready 24-7. You need to be obedient, uh, devote. Uh, you need to be like an athlete, uh, discipline, no shortcuts, lovely, prepare athlete, training. But the third analogy Paul uses is uh, verse 6. The husband man that laboreth must be first partaker of the fruits, like a laborer. And he used this analogy. And he said, okay, you need to be commitment to the mission like a soldier, like an athlete, but you need to be like an, a laborer. And I don't know if you had the opportunity to plant a seed or, or had a plan, but you can do it if you are not dedicated, if you're not diligent. Because you need to take care of the plans. Uh, today we, re we remember, today we were talking with Melissa in the parking lot. And we remember we forget a plant in Pennsylvania. And she said, Dad, we had a plant. We never take care of that plant. And I said, oh, yeah, that's true. We forget there. And uh, to be a, a, a laborer, you need to be dedicated. You need to spend time. You need to take care of plants. And Paul say, you need to be commitment like a laborer. Uh, it's a hard worker. It's a patient worker uh, because he prepared the, the field, put the plant, and, and water the plant, and take care of the plant. And after that, may, maybe uh, 10 weeks or, or depend the plant, they just had the fruit. And... Uh, We need to be hard workers. We need to be patient. And Paul say, you need to be dedicated like a laborer. And because we need to be commitment to the mission. And you can't harvest what you didn't sow. So many times we want to harvest things we never plant. And this is a, a, a hard thing in our life. Because maybe you want to harvest in your life good kids, faithful kids. You want a happy marriage. You want a happy life. But you never put the seed. You never plant. And it's hard sometimes. We are, I am a pastor in Salta. And I know people, when they start to come to the church and we talk and we had counseling about that. And we say, hey, you need to come to the church. You need to bring your kids to the Sunday school. It's very important. They need to grow in the Lord. And all the time they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the years, they're passing the year, passing the year. And 10 years, 12 years, they come and say, hey, pastor, please help me. My kids are in drugs. And I say, why you don't bring the kid 12 years ago? Yeah. You can't 
harvest what you didn't sow. And, and dear brothers, the Bible say in Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For howsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And if we want to harvest good things in our life, we need to start today to plant. And the Bible say, if you plant for the flesh, your harvest will be corruptions. If you plant spiritual things, you will have a spiritual harvest. And It's very important for us to understand we are prepared. We are the result of our decisions. You are here because you decide to come. And the same way we need to start to plant uh, the spirit to have spirit things in our life. But we talk about commitment to the vision, mission like a soldier, like an athlete, like a laborer. But what is the mission? What is the mission? And Paul talked this about the mission two verses before. In the same chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. And he said, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And think thou, that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. And this is the, the mission. Paul say, this is the mission. And what is the mission? It's reproduce our life in others. Uh, like in Matthew 28, verse 19, 20, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing then in the name of the Father and the Son and, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded to you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. This is the mission. And dear brother, we are commitment to make disciples. And, and, and Paul say to Timothy, Timothy, you need to find faithful people so these faithful people, they can reproduce their life in other faithful people, and these other people, they can reproduce in other faithful people. And after that, Paul said, you need to be like a shoulder. You need to be focused in your mission. You need to be obedient. You need to be disposed to die for the Lord. You need to be like an athlete. You need to be uh, uh, disciplined. You need to take decisions. You need to train. You need to spend time with the Lord. And you need to be like the laborer. You need to wait and be patient. Because God gives the fruit. Uh, like the Bible says, Paul put the sea, uh, Apollos, Water the plant and God gives the fruit. And dear brothers, this is our mission. Our mission is make disciples. And if you make one disciple, and talking about disciples is reproducing your life, sharing the gospel, preaching the gospel, and teach them after that the Bible, how to read the Bible, how to pray. If you do that with only one, And, and us do the same thing with only one, I can promise this church that will be reproducing every day. And sometimes we forget our missions. 
We are so comfy. Okay, my family is coming to church. We live in front, huh? We, we walk to the church. But we can, we, can be, uh, we can be in the same place. We need to move like an athlete, like a soldier, like a laborer. And Paul say we need to be commitment to the mission. Are you our commitment to the mission? To make disciples? You can start today praying for somebody. Maybe a friend, maybe a neighbor, maybe somebody neighbor never heard the gospel. Start to pray. And after that, go and share the gospel. I will tell you something. I don't know in your case, but in my life, Jesus, Jesus changed my life. And, and I was in the, in the darkness, but Jesus rescued for that. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm here, I'm alive. And, and dear brother, it's the same thing. I don't know your past. I don't know when you receive Christ, but I, I can imagine in your life before Christ, there will be no joyful. It will be different. But now you have the Christ. You need to share with others. Make disciples and be like a soldier, devote, like an athlete, disciplined, like a laborer, dedicate. This is uh, our mission. Make disciples and be commitment with the mission. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the opportunity to share your word. Thank you, Lord, for because one day you choose us. Thank you for that glorious day when we receive Christ in our life and our life change. Thank you, Lord, for that. And we want to be commitment to the mission. Our mission is preach the gospel, make disciples, and spread the gospel for all the world. Thank you, Lord, for this church. Thank you for everybody here. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.